Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections Podcast. I'm your friend, Ruth Adams, welcoming you. I'm so delighted that you're joining me today. If you're new to the podcast, let me introduce myself. I am married to my husband, Matt. We've been married for 21 years. We have seven children the Lord has blessed us with. The first one graduated two years ago and is a voice major at a Christian college. The second one we're graduating this year. And um, then we have five more that we're still very much in the thick of homeschooling and seeking to disciple them and nurture them and train them um, as the Lord has called us to do. And so we're leaning upon his grace day by day and wisdom as we seek to be faithful to what he's called us to. I also was a homeschool um, graduate, and so um, I was homeschooled for most of my school years, and I'm so thankful for the legacy the Lord has given me in homeschooling and, most importantly, in family discipleship as my parents taught me the ways of the Lord as we would rise up and as we would lie down and as we would walk along the way and they taught me what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and they taught me the joy of serving the Lord and so I'm very grateful as I seek to um, pass that legacy on to my own children and we are just praying for the Lord's blessing that he would do in their hearts what only he can do by the power of his Holy Spirit and um, bring forth um much fruit that will be carried into the next generation. And that is our heart's prayer. And so today we're going to continue our look at the fruit of the Spirit. We have been um, going through the Word Study Scripture Writing Journal for Ladies, Volume 2. And the topic of this journal is the fruit of the Spirit. Perhaps you have worked through my first scripture writing journal. And that one is on the felt needs of a lady's heart. Needs for like love and peace and comfort, security. But this second journal that we recently published is on the fruit of the Spirit. And so our study today takes us to goodness. John Wesley said, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Well, that about sums it up. We want to be about doing the Lord's work and doing um, the good things that he has called us to. So, We can pray the Lord will help us to do all the good we can, by all the means we can, and all the ways we can, and all the places we can, at all the times we can, and to all the people we can, as long as ever we can. That the Lord would give us that perseverance to not grow weary in well-doing. And I think um, as wives and mothers, there is ample opportunity for us to seek to do good to our families every day. And so... The hymn for this chapter um, of the journal, and I'm on page 81, if you're following along, the hymn is Trust and Obey, written by John Henry Samus. Now, this is probably a familiar hymn to most of us. I love this hymn. It says, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. I'll um, move down and skip over several of these 
verses, but if you have the journal, you can meditate on all of them. I'm going to go down to um, one that I really like. Not a burden we bear, not a sorrow we share, but our toil he doth richly repay. Not a grief or a loss, not a frown or a cross, but is blessed if we trust and obey. I think sometimes we're tempted to feel that maybe our toil doesn't matter or that all that we're doing is in vain. All of the good that we're doing in our in our homes and reaching out to others and seeking to serve the Lord. Um, sometimes we can be tempted to think that does it really matter? Is anything really being accomplished? But this song says, but our toil he doth richly repay. He sees everything that we're doing, even when others don't see and don't recognize or don't appreciate. He sees every burden we bear and he sees every sorrow that we share. And our toil he doth richly repay. Everything that we're doing for the Lord in light of you know, his eternal kingdom for him and for his glory. He will reward that and he sees that even if no one else does. And then it goes on. Um, then in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet or we'll walk by his side in the way. What he says we will do, where he sends we will go. Never fear, only trust and obey. And that verse takes us to our eternal hope that we have in Christ that one day in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet or we'll walk by his side in the way we know that in eternity we are going to be with the Lord and every tear is going to be um, made dry and that there will be no sorrow and there will be no pain. And what a blessed hope we have to look forward to. In this life we do have many struggles and many burdens and many sorrows and um, life is just hard and we can look forward to that, that we always, always have an eternal hope if we know the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Nahum 1 verse 7 tells us that the Lord is good. Again, we're looking at the fruit of goodness today. The fruit of the Spirit is goodness. So this verse in Nahum tells us the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. The Lord is all that is good. He is our example, our definition of everything that is good. And so um, in seeking to, to practice the fruit of goodness, we need to look at our example, the Lord Jesus Christ, and seek to be his followers and seek to emulate what we know of him. And he is good. He is, is our definition of what is good. And so um, this verse tells us that he is a stronghold and that word stronghold in the Hebrew means a fortified place, a defense, a fortress, a rock, a strength and a stronghold. And so he is our strength. He is our rock as we seek to walk in his goodness and let that flow out of our lives as a fruit of knowing him and his Holy Spirit within us. He is that fortified place for us. He is the force that gives us the energy and the strength and the will to walk out what is good in our lives. He is the rock. He is our strength as we seek to walk out what is good and right and holy and pure and virtuous. He is that force, that energy, that strength that enables us to do it. We know that we can do nothing apart from Christ. So it's his goodness flowing through us that we're praying for. I really love this verse in Jeremiah 6.16. It says, Thus saith the Lord, 
sandy in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where is the good way and walk therein and ye shall find rest for your souls but they said we will not walk therein so we have a choice ladies we can choose the path and the way that we will walk through our lives we can choose the path day by day and moment by moment will we choose a path of walking in the spirit and emulating the character and the attributes of our Lord Jesus Christ or will we walk in the flesh and in our own strength and this verse just makes it so clear when it says thus saith the Lord standing in the ways and see and ask for the old paths so I, I just picture you know looking to not the modern ideas and philosophies and ideologies of our our culture and how it strayed so far away from biblical truth but look to the rock solid eternal word of God and and walk in the good way walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls and so we need to ask the Lord to help us as the culture is darkening so quickly there's just this landslide of destruction happening in our culture and we need to be asking the Lord to help us to remember his ways, his ancient ways, you know, his truth stands firm in the heavens and it does not change. So Lord, please help us to walk in your eternal truths, even though those truths may seem archaic in this generation, they are the right ways. They are the right path and they will always be the right path. God's ways never become old fashioned but we want to look to his word and continue to follow his word. And this word walk in the Hebrew, it means um, to follow or to lead, to um, carry, to bring. And so we want to walk in his ways. We want to go in his way. That's another uh, part of the definition to go and I'm on page 87 of the journal right now but we want to go in the right way walk in the right way um, depart so we want to depart from the wrong way we want to follow we want to be uh, marching to the the you know the beat of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and following his heartbeat and um, we want him to lead us and, and carry us and, and bring us ultimately to our eternal home. So we want to be following him and not following the fads and the trends of the culture around us. And then Romans twelve two says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so we, how do we do this? How do we walk in Christ's goodness? How do we walk in the way that we should go in a good way letting the the holy spirit bear good fruit through us well we don't want to be conformed to this world because that will mislead us so in order to not be conformed to this world we must be transformed and that comes by the renewing of our minds so as followers of christ we are called to goodness we're called to be like the lord jesus christ but this is not our own goodness uh, we could never be good enough. The Bible tells us that our own righteousness is as filthy rags. In fact, um, instead of striving to conjure up some kind of goodness in ourselves, you know, to be disciplined enough or um, just to 
do all the right things and not do all the wrong things instead of striving in our own strength to some moral standard we need to put on the lord jesus christ because he in all of his essence is everything that is good and true and when we're clothed in christ and walking in his spirit when our minds are being renewed by the word of god and his spirit is giving us that energy and desire and power to do his will because we're we're praying and we're spending time with him then goodness will flow out from us and it will be as a sweet perfume pointing others to jesus christ so true goodness is always a fruit of god's spirit flowing through our lives we could do all the right things and we could avoid doing all the wrong things and still not have true goodness flowing out of us if our hearts have not been transformed and as mothers that's what we should really be praying for is that it will truly be the fruit of god's spirit flowing through our children and good and right behavior not just that they are complying with what we tell them to do or what we tell them not to do but that they truly love the lord jesus christ and that they walk with him that they know him and that will be his fruit his goodness flowing through them because we don't want just an outward performance yes we want to train them we want to teach them we want to teach them to obey and to be respectful but if it's all just an outward performance without a heart transformation without regeneration of their heart that's not what we ultimately want we want them to know christ we want them to go spiritually from death to life and from darkness to light you know i once was blind but now i see and only jesus christ can give them that heart transformation and um, make them alive in him give them that regeneration and so we want to be praying for that we we teach them and train them while they're young to obey and to listen to our voice but as we're doing that we're praying lord please um save my children please regenerate their hearts please help them to love what you love and to hate what you hate and to have their hearts broken over what breaks the heart of God please give them new life in you and help them to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit not just in um, outward um, conformity to what they're told to do it starts with that when they're little when you teach them you know no and to obey but we want it to move forward into truly learning to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, truly learning to bow the knee to his lordship in their lives and that they want to please him above everything else and that they desire to spend time with him and through the word and through prayer and meditating on, on the truth of God's word and living not for themselves, but living for God's eternal kingdom, that their desire is to further his kingdom and his righteousness. And that's what we really want to see in our children as they're growing older. That's what we should be praying for. And then in our own lives, modeling that, that they see that the goodness in us is not just something outward, but it is truly that we love Christ truly that we love his word truly that we walk with him and then all the good that they see in our lives that they see us modeling they know that it's the lord jesus christ it's the fruit of his spirit that's what the study is all about the fruit of the spirit what god and god alone can do in our lives the transformation he gives us the way he changes our desires and our priorities and our heart motives and 
He helps us to live in light of eternity. He helps us to live not for ourselves, but for his glory. And that it is truly something that he is doing through us. It is his energy, his power, his strength, his motivation, his empowerment. And that he receives the glory. And that's what it's all about. That's the fruit of his spirit. It's him through us. It's not I, but it's Christ in me. And so let's pray for the fruit of the spirit to produce good fruit in our lives, in our marriages, in our families this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I sure would appreciate a rating on iTunes um, that just helps other mothers to be able to find the podcast. I would love it if you would share the podcast, maybe on your social media or just word of mouth. And I want to invite you to check out my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com, where you will find resources that we've put on our store there to um, just help families in this area of family discipleship. Just tools and encouragements to help you as you seek to disciple your family in the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you. It's been a joy to meet with you today, and I will look forward to talking with you next time. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye.